This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Ethanol growth is still the best path for new corn demand. With a carryover corn stocks estimate of some 2.156 billion bushels, an increase of 795 million bushels from the previous year carryout of 1.361, there is extra corn to go somewhere. The trade is already calling for fewer planted acres in 2024 but a trendline yield could negate any accompanying reduction in production from fewer planted acres. Supply is setting up to remain burdensome for some time. Without some new source of compensating demand, it will be very difficult to reduce burdensome corn stocks. Low river levels in peat corn exports from the eastern corn belt, this should be just a short-term problem, but anything that backs up corn is negative to the balance sheet. To arrive at their 2.156 billion bushel carryover, they look for exports to improve by 414 million, which many see as too optimistic. But of course, weather in South America will determine that. China produced a larger crop and appears to have put the U.S. at the bottom of their list, sourcing corn imports. USDA also has an increase pegged in of 101 million bushel of corn being fed. Cattle numbers are declining, but days on feed are being added, increasing market weights. Beef feedlots are now entering red margin territory, which could protract losses as demand is weakened. The hog industry appears to be on the edge of a major liquidation, as integrated packers are unable to recover the cost of producing hogs from a weak pork market. China is in the same boat, with burdensome pork supplies, so U.S. pork exports will not bail out the U.S. market. There are many hog buildings listed for sale in our region, and there could be many more as the industry shakes out. Demand has not been able to support the current level of meat production. Empty hog buildings would not suggest increased feed usage. The poultry industry is more integrated, tightening the signals between demand and production. Chickens eat a lot of soy meal, and that feedstuff market remains elevated. Good thing that we have grown an ethanol industry to serve as a third leg to go with exports and feed use under the stool of corn demand. USDA looks for the ethanol crust to consume 5.325 billion bushels of corn, which would get us slightly above 2022 ethanol corn consumption. Ethanol crush margins are positive. Ethanol blends reduced the net cost to $2.79 a gallon for E30 at the pump last weekend. With a year-to-year carryover stocks increase of 795 million bushels projected, an unutilized ethanol industry crush capacity, it is still mostly regulatory roadblocks holding back ethanol production. Year-round E15 is still not being fully embraced by this administration, nor is sustainable aviation fuel use of ethanol, nor is GREET, nor is higher ethanol blended fuels. The White House is reportedly stalling advancement of year-round E15 use yet again, which shows their illiteracy and ignorance on and of the value of biofuel. The Biden administration has been an improvement over what came before them, but still leave much to be desired by the biofuel industry. Ethanol industry CO2 sequestration would subsequently reduce the ethanol carbon score, opening both domestic and foreign markets to ethanol. They dragged their feet, lacking the energy and direction to let the ethanol industry run free to meet its potential. The focus on domestic demand growth reduces the U.S. geopolitical dependence on corn exports and adds to our energy independence. Why let China dictate our corn demand? 
Unfortunately, domestic ethanol has a political component to it. Donald J. Trump saw ethanol support as key to his winning the 2016 Iowa GOP caucus. He allied with Governor Terry Branston and his son Eric, an industry lobbyist, thinking that along with promises to support the ethanol industry, this would deliver the state for him. When Ted Cruz, who was openly anti-ethanol, beat Trump in the Iowa caucus, Trump took the result like he had been made a fool of by the ethanol industry. First, he appointed Scott Pruitt, the personification of big oil and someone who could not have been a more anti-ethanol zealot, head of the EPA. Next, they approved wind waivers to refiners so the petroleum industry did not have to blend 1.5 billion gallons of ethanol, reducing corn demand by 535 million bushels, which we will never get back. In other words, he returned the insult he felt he had gotten from the ethanol industry in 2016 with injury and made bigger friends in the petroleum industry who fund his campaigns. He did allow abbreviated E15 use, acting like that was an offset, which it is not. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.